What's up, world? Welcome to a new episode of the Brandon Janu Show. As you know, I am Brandon Janu, and like always on all podcast platforms everywhere, Brandon Janu Show. Social media platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Threads, Facebook, Brandon Janu Show. And of course, YouTube channel, Brandon Janu Show. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, because tonight it is Life of Times with Music. But this is the top 10 list. I am doing a top 10 list of one artist, their best, my favorite songs from this artist, this is one of my favorite things that I love to do is to see, you know, if any of my favorite songs are going to be on y'all list. But here we go, man. So tonight, my top 10 list is the one, the only, T-Pain. And his, my top 10 songs of his uh, catalog, man. So let's get into it, man. Y'all know how I do this top 10 list. I go from 10 to 1. I talk about why each song is my favorite song. So let's get into it, man. Number 10 on the list is Rap Song featuring Rick Ross, man. That This is one of my favorite songs that he's ever dropped, man. Uh, dope fucking song. Fire fucking song. Um, him literally just, just rapping all the rappers, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just, it just having sex. Is the funniest shit because it creates the vibe of like, yo, you could like, in other words, you you ain't gotta fuck on the R and B song. You can listen to a rap song, get it in. <laughs> like that was really the shit. And I'm like, yeah, that shit kind of makes sense. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so that's that's kind of why I love that song so much. It's got like a, it's dope as fuck, man. It's really a dope song, man. Number nine, I like that featuring Kalani. Now he takes one of his classics, you know, buy you a drink. And he takes one of his classics and he takes it and he re he remakes it. A lot of this era is about remaking classic songs and making them feel uh, feel new again, and that's awesome. But this was one of the best examples. T Pain actually used his own catalog, his own music, his own song, and made it into a new era song. And Kalani is the perfect person to put on this song because she even made it even doper. It made sense. Both of them collaborated perfectly on this song. It was a dope fucking song. And I still to this day think they need to do more music together. I I, I would love to hear T-Pain and Kalani do another song together. That'd be dope as shit. I ain't gonna lie. Number eight, uh, Ring Leader Man. One of my favorite songs. It starts off the Ring Leader Man, uh, the Ring Leader, the Three Ring Circus album. So dope. Um, it's a dope fucking song, and he kind of just talks about all of his grievances, kind of in this. Like he talks about how the industry is trying to make him out to be the to be the the villain, but yet he finds a way to still make that type of you know connection with the music, man. And that's a dope ass thing. I saw it when I saw him performing at the BT Awards, you know, in two thousand and eight. Um, I thought it was dope then. And then to actually physically see him perform it, it to actually now listen to the album and listen to the song, I was like, man, this shit is one of my favorite songs, man. So, dope fucking song. Fire fucking song. And, uh, yeah, one of my favorite songs by T-Pain, definitely. Coming in at number seven is I'm in love with a stripper. <laughs> this is just a dope-ass song. It is probably one of the first introductions to T-Pain that we ever had, man. The video, the song, 
everything dope as shit, man. It's still one of the great, greatest, greatest T Pain songs. I don't know how you remake this one, but this is gonna be a really interesting thing to see how they are gonna remake this song. I, I want to hear people gonna try to remake this song because it can't be remade. I, I definitely think this new generation would easily remake this goddamn song. Which brings it to number six, and that just can't believe it. Featuring Lil Wayne. Now, also off of the Three Ring Circus album. T-Pain featuring Lil Wayne. Like I just said when I did the artist breakdown just a moment ago. Them two was on the same run at the same time. We ain't never seen two dominant artists at the same time do what they were doing. And at the same pace, same rate. So to see them two collaborate at the same at, at this juncture in 2007, 2008 was just unheard of. And to see how they created this album and they created this song, excuse me, was so dope. The video is awesome. The song is even better, man. And at the time, you know, I don't, I, at the time, I remember people not liking this song. I remember people not liking this song because they're like, man, that's all T-Pain and Lil Wayne can do together is this? What the fuck is this? But again, perspective in years after the song has come out. You kind of have a project perspective on a song a little bit better. You're like, nah, man, this actually was one of those songs. It didn't take long for people to stop hating on a song and be like, nah, this shit's actually dope. But because of how high T Pain Lil Wayne was, it was so calm. It wasn't over the top. It was very like, what the fuck is this? And a lot of people said that, like, what the fuck is this? It became one of them songs. And now that you look back on it, and you know, I liked it the first time I heard it, but as you know, again, you know, you don't know how people will react to shit as they get, you know, more and more into it. But I remember, and I know when this episode come out, people going to be like, ah, nah, man, everybody love that song out the gate. No, the fuck they didn't. They actually was like, yo, that this is the best T-Pain and Lil Wayne could do in 2008. What the fuck is this? A lot of people didn't like this song. It's, it, but here's the thing. Again, like I said. It didn't last forever because eventually people was like, nah, this song is actually dope. This is actually a dope fucking song, and I actually like it. So, yeah. But it's at six. It's not in my top five, but it's at six. Now, starting off my top five, it's Drowning Again. This is one of my favorite T-Pain songs. I actually wanted to put it at number one, but I was like, I can't do that. But it is one of my favorite T-Pain songs. It's such a dope song. It literally, I remember when he did this. Song for the first time, it was on uh, CeeLo Green. CeeLo Green had a show a long time ago on Fuse Network. And I forgot what the name of the show was, but he performed this song, Drowning Again. And this was actually the first time I actually did hear him, you know, not use auto-tune and actually sing. And that's probably why I liked it so much. It was like, it isn't an auto-tune song. It really does feel like he's actually singing. And I fucked with this song immediately when I heard it. I was like, dude, this shit is actually really dope. Um, it was a short clip of him singing it. Because it was a TV show. It wasn't like it was a long damn thing. But when he sang this song, I was like, nah, this shit is dope. This is a dope fucking song. And then when the album came out, I think it was Revolve, Revolver. I heard this album and I looked for this song immediately. And I was like, this is one of my favorite songs on the project already. And this is just a dope fucking song. So if you ever heard it, you know what I mean. It's one of them songs that you fuck with. Number four. Chopped and Screwed. Featured Ludacris. Again. 
Three Ray Circus had a lot of fucking fire sauce. <laughs> it was a dope fucking project, man. Uh, it was a dope fucking project. And Chop the Screw is one of my favorite T-Pain songs. Ludacris and him, you don't really hit him a lot. But Luda was the perfect person to put on this song. Like, that was that was, that was kind of like the craziest thing. It was You know, Luda was the perfect person to put on this song. He fit the song. And the way the style of the song was made, too. If I live in Houston, so Chop the Screw, when I first moved to Houston, was the biggest thing on the planet for everybody. And everybody would play Chop the Screw. And so to hear a song like that was dope as a motherfucker. And I fuck with this song heavy, man. I thought this song, it's still one of the best songs that T-Pain has ever created. It's dope as a motherfucker, man. Raymond number three. Which is Bartender. Featuring Akon. T-Pain and Akon doing a song sounds so crazy now. Because Akon signed T-Pain. That's not the crazy part. It's the fact that Akon literally hates on T-Pain and tried to act like T-Pain fucked his career up because he gave too much of a fuck to the hood. Like, he still played into the, the, the hood. And he was like, man, you could have been mainstream. You had Lady Gaga, bro. You did not need T-Pain to go mainstream. You're good. But Bartender is one of the best examples of two guys that could have... They could have worked together even better, but it just never fucking happened. Maybe Akon's own mindset, his own creative thought on what T-Pain should have been jumped into the problem. Maybe T-Pain just didn't want to listen to what Akon had to say. But either way it goes, for what they did create for one little song, for one little moment, Bartender was the perfect example. Dope. As a son of a bitch. Um, it's a fire fucking song, man. Everybody loves this song. You're a T-Pain fan. It's one of them songs, man, that you just remember that is one of, uh, that is the T-Pain song that a lot of people fuck with, man. This goes to number two. This song that pretty much launched T-Pain's career, and that is I'm Sprung. If he didn't fuck up his career, Tory Lanez, and T-Pain doing the Jared Springer uh, version would be the dopest fucking remake. It still is. I mean, I'm going to separate the art from the person, clearly. And I said earlier, like, I like that what Kalani was a dope remake. But this remake with Tory Lanez is just as fucking fire. Probably not more fire. But I'm Sprung is the first song that really got T-Pain. On the map, man. I'm sprung was that shit. I remember singing that shit when I was a kid. It's still 20 years later, and it's still fucking fire. Like, this song is that. It's going to last the test of time in R&B history. I really do feel that way, man. It's one of them songs that will always be the song that catapulted T-Pain to starter, man. And that is the song, man. But the song that really made T-Pain a star is at number one, and that is... Buy you a drink. There's nobody. That that song. Capsulates. The time frame of music. Snap your fingers. Do your step. 
is you can do it all by yourself. Ah, shit, nigga. That song legendary. I don't give a fuck. You can put that song on right now anywhere in the world. Now, bet money people going to know that fucking song. That song is legendary. I told you. I had, I like that because of how iconic that song was. Buy you a drink. Like I said, encapsulates a particular time in music where it was just simple. It was perfect. We didn't need all this crazy gimmicky shit. We just needed to snap our fingers and do your step. That was it. T Pain and Young Jock. Kill this fucking song. It's legend fucking dairy. Anybody that tells you that this is not one of the greatest songs of all time. You're fucking hating. I don't know what to tell you. Like, you're a hater. Like, you're a fucking hater. It is one of the greatest songs of all time, man. It's one of my favorite songs. It is the greatest T-Pain song. I cannot sit there. Usually, I like to have my favorite. But this is my favorite T-Pain song. It is literally bonafide greatness. It is one of them songs that when you look back on music and careers, this is the song that stands out with a bullet. Buy You a Dream by T-Pain literally catapulted him to mainstream success and nobody could even tell him that he wasn't. All of these songs, maybe I'm sprung, maybe I, I'm in love with a stripper, but the rest of them songs will not be the way it was if he doesn't drop Buy You a Dream. That shit made him so hot and so over in the industry, that nobody can tell him anything after that. And that's what really got everybody pissed off about him. Because he couldn't be fucking stopped. And that was the scariest thing. Is that he was so great at what he did, he scared the shit out of everyone. (laughs) But Buy You a Drink is at number one. So let me recap this, man. So at number one is Buy You a Drink. Number two, I'm sprung. Number three, Bartender. Number four, Chopped and Screwed. Number five, Drowning Again. Number six, Can't Believe It. Number seven, I'm in love with a stripper. Number eight, Ringleader Man. Number nine, I like that. And number 10 is Rap Song. That is it. That is the end of the debate. In my next debate, will my next top 10 list, well, I said debate, logic. Next top 10 list will be the one and only Ad Sheeran. Yep, got to do it. Oh, trusty notepad. I haven't done something like this in a long time, but that's what my T-Pain list was, and there is that. And also, I will, maybe because I know what I'm doing for the next debate. The next debate will be Meek Mill. I didn't do Meek Mill, and I will be doing, I think, a Meek Mill top 10 also. I don't, I don't think I did a Meek Mill top 10, so that would be also that. But until next time, man, I am Brandon Janu. Hope you guys enjoy this. Well, let's do some T-Pain shit. Until next time, peace.